One, two, three, four. What's up, Akron? How are you guys today? It's episode 86. We're going to get our arts fix. Spoils of Akron, <laughs> the Spoils of Akron podcast. So Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Spoils of Akron podcast. My name is Cody Stanley, and I am here with my co-host, Chris Miller. And this is a podcast all about the arts, culture, and eccentric residents of the Rubber City. The Rubber City. That's right, Chris. It's the Rubber City. And today, we have a very special guest with us, Adam Ganuza from the Knight Foundation. Yay. All right. Welcome, Adam. All right. All right. What's he journeyed Chris all the way uh, from Miami. And Miami? He's, yeah. He's heading to a little bit colder temperatures than he's probably used to. <laughs> I brought the rain with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little rainy today, but we're so excited they're here today to talk about the uh, new Night Arts Challenge that just opened last week. I'm very excited. Thank you guys for having me here. It's, it, a, it's really awesome. Yeah. Well, th- thank you for being on. Now, do you you want to uh, kind of start by telling us maybe a little bit about little bit about you and why uh, how you got to work for the Knight Foundation sure sure we got 45 minutes right? yeah so definitely we got some time we'll just ease into it right? <laughs> sure <laughs> uh yeah my name is Adam Ganuza and um before I worked at the uh, Knight Foundation I'm a program officer and I run the Night Arts Challenge in the four city there's four cities where it runs before I ran the Arts Challenge I was a grantee of the Arts Challenge uh, in Miami. Um, I used to work with a group called the Rhythm Foundation. It's a cultural presenting organization. And uh, with the Night Arts Challenge funding, we were able to do two things. Um, The first was to produce a monthly cultural festival at, uh, in the Little Haiti neighborhood of Miami. There's a Little Haiti Cultural Center. And so we used to do this big monthly festival where we'd get the best acts from Haitian and Caribbean music, bring them over from the island or down from wherever, from New York, from Montreal. And we'd do this big blowout concert every month. There was an art, there's an art gallery also in the complex. Um, we'd have a local restaurants selling Haitian food, like arts and crafts activities for kids. So it was really like a multi-generational kind of party where you know, grandparents, parents, and the kids would come out and everybody would get really, really live. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, so that was just one of the sort of few projects that I, that I had worked on um, back in those days, but mostly as, as a producer, producing cultural festivals and also uh, concerts, live music events with mainly international artists and the media stuff that was related to that so that that was kind of like my first entree into the night arts challenge i was a grant writer was one of the many hats i was wearing in that in in those days and um you know i I think because of that experience it really helps me understand this particular grant program from every angle and um makes my job that much more fulfilling to be able to work meet like really talented really energetic really passionate people and to help enable them to you know take their idea or their small little project and have it either become a reality or or jump up to the next level 
that, that sounds like a really fun uh, program that you ran. Is it still in existence? Is it still going on it's, in Miami? It's going on. It's evolved under. So some different folks are running it now, but they still they, we used to do it every third Friday of the month. And so they, they have another show that's still going on there. Um, yeah, man, but you guys, you guys would have, would have dig it. We get like a thousand people every month. And, um, at the end of the night, there's this thing called a, a rah-rah parade where it's, uh, I'm trying to think of a way of putting it. It's just like a big ass parade <laughs> where you, <laughs> where you would, they have the guys, um, with drums and these, Cornets, they're they're kind of like Vuvuzelas, if you remember the Vuvuzelas from like World Cup fame. They're like these, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I like don't. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It? it sounds like a swarm of bees. It's oh, okay. Like, it's it, like a, yeah. it's like a long haul. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They became. I'm on the same page now. World yeah, Cup, I feel I think. it. Yeah, yeah, and um, they they banned it. They would they had them at the World Cup in South Africa, and it became like just too much. So oh, they're like. <laughs> Was like, no, no, they like banned it when they went, when they went to Brazil. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, these guys would kind of uh, get this beat going. It's a real, like, really heavy drum beat and um, would lead this group of, you know, it starts at a thousand people out of this courtyard and just down the street. And <laughs> like, wow. they'd like go out to the avenue and, like, you know, the cars would have to stop. It was. Um, it was like borderline legal. We, it was mostly legal. Yeah. You should uh, arrange one in Akron before you leave. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Down, down Main Street. Yeah, if we get it going, man. That'd be a lot of fun. Man. Cody will be at the front. That's right. I'll be leading the parade. With the, yeah, with that thing that I don't know how to play. You learn. You can learn. I could learn. Yeah. Yeah. Start practicing. Yeah. I'm, I'll look up some YouTube videos or something and get. So, so as a recipient of the grant um, earlier, you you probably have a sensitivity to people who are applying and can you know speak from firsthand experience. Mm -hmm. And I know that with my job here at the Community Foundation, I started off as a grantee mm -hmm. of a program. So I I think that really helps in evaluating the applications that are coming in and, and mentoring people who are trying to start some you know a project of some sort. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, especially when, when we're dealing with um, s individual artists or small arts organizations, you know, people don't realize all the work that happens behind the curtains, you know what I mean? And if you are an individual person, let's say, let's say you're an individual artist, um, a lot of times these folks may not necessarily have that sort of skill set, the more administrative not as sexy kind of kind of work which is necessary and critical for any sort of enterprise creative enterprise to really take off absolutely mm -hmm. yeah definitely and um <clears throat> you know we speak you know arts organizations were we're both involved in uh several and i agree i mean the amount of work that goes behind the scenes people just don't mm -hmm. quite understand all of that for sure mm -hmm. um you know now moving more into like the night arts challenge this specific one mm -hmm. so i um saw online that you were going to be doing some uh, seminars and stuff right this week to kind of are you are you specifically doing them i don't know if it was specifically yeah, it's you. Me, is man. it you awesome it's me. Um, it is it is me um so i'm here for the week mm -hmm. uh promoting the challenge and 
there's you know some media engagements like this where we get to hang out and mm-hmm. talk with cool people <laughs> uh, but then there's also a, a series of public events um and s- where essentially it's like a presentation we have a panel discussion and really we try and um tell people about the challenge tell them how it works and answer anybody's questions and then i'm also going to have a series of coffee hours where i basically set up shop in a coffee shop for about four or five hours and just take people you know in 20 minute um uh kind of a rotation of 20 minute Mm -hmm. uh sit times and it's one-on-one time it's really just an opportunity to answer whatever questions anybody may have and you know i want people leaving um these presentations and coffee hours knowing a couple things and the primary message I want people to take away with them is that you know that this challenge is the right opportunity for them regardless of what their sort of how big or how small their particular arts idea may be or um, their organizational status let's say or or not non-status whether you're an individual um, a f- nonprofit, a 501c3, or a for-profit artist collective. I mean, it doesn't matter your organizational status. You are still eligible for this grant opportunity. And and as a grant maker you su- yourself, you know that's kind of like a, a unique feature of it. Right. Yeah, I, I love that, actually. And I, I, I appreciate that Knight has, over the past few years, opened up these grant programs to anybody you know, because even here locally, it's you have to be a 501c3 mm-hmm. or have a fiscal sponsor of some sort or someone you know who's a nonprofit. But Knight will all, all actually line individuals up with a fiscal sponsor in order to get the grant, um, which mm-hmm. is really helpful because that create eliminates so many barriers. Because there are probably thousand people out there with brilliant ideas, maybe just right. afraid to articulate them or apply. And you're saying anybody. And everybody mm-hmm. submit what you have, right? Yeah, that's that's totally the idea, man. Like you know, listen, we have our big anchor institutions in our communities, and those com- anchor institutions are very important, and they come up with incredible work. They're sort of central to the arts ecosystem, and we and we support them through the challenge. But they do not hold exclusive provenance over the realm of good ideas. Right. Good, great ideas can come from anywhere in the community and from any person. So if the sort of underlying theory, if you will, is that if you make it easy for people, right, if you lower the barriers of entry, and that's our foundation speak right there. Right. Uh, if you lower the, if you lower the <laughs> barriers of entry, you're going to you're going to cast this broad net and you're really going to get some really spark some creative energy and passion. Out of, out of the the people of uh, of the community and then you know you get all sorts of weird and cool ideas that you wouldn't necessarily get from some more risk adverse um type organizations so yeah we get a lot of like really fun um thought-provoking ideas that come through the challenge and it also kind of like you can kind of like put your finger on the pulse of what where people's heads are at you know yeah, and it's got to be a fun job to go around and hear about all these uh, everyone's cool ideas. You know, you're on a, a multi-city tour, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm on tour, man. It's you, the you road need to make, like, <laughs> It's the road show, baby. Like a like a band's tour, you know, a t-shirt with all the dates. Yeah, yeah. you should have that. <laughs> the Adam Ganuza World Tour, World Tour, 2017. <laughs> Rock on, man. Rock on. We yeah. got a front row date right here for that tour. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is a special special performance. Yeah. <laughs> now speaking of like. Um, these really like creative and awesome ideas that you wouldn't normally get from, you know, bigger or as you said, like not as risky organizations or things mm -hmm. like that. Can you kind of just to like maybe get our listeners creative uh, juices flowing, maybe give us some of the night's arts uh, challenge winners in the past that they could like maybe kind of just think like, okay, this could be like anything. Sure. Sure. So we've had, um, you know, we just did a little show at, I, I can tell you some past ex uh, Yeah. Uh, examples from Akron um, you know we just did a did a little spot at the summit radio mm -hmm. and they were a winner uh, last year and their project is they got an El Camino like a 77 El Camino they like decked it out and they're gonna take that car and they're gonna do pop-up concerts around the city uh, with local bands and it's all tied into the radio station there's this whole thing um, but we also we also have you know an individual artist who is doing uh, an entire photo book about a wallpaper mm -hmm. of Akron, the Akron wallpaper. That would be our friend Shane. Yes, Lee. our favorite. <laughs> yeah, and, and Shane also did a curated storefront project, mm -hmm. which is incredible. I don't know if that was it was that an arts challenge or that was it a was. spark. Uh, torchbearers and nice okay yeah. and yeah how cool are they? have you seen those since you've been here those? I've seen photos okay seen you, photos. You'll, you'll have to go and out. look yeah, at them in person for sure. they're great yeah so so yeah the curated storefronts so you're walking down the street in downtown you get this museum quality artwork just right there um, we had another project that was a book and a CD that was around um, stories of the Erie Canal and of the canals uh, that run through Akron. It's, that sort of sets the the framework for which this um, these kind of Akron almost folkloric type stories and music is told. And you know we've had projects at the Akron Art Museum, so it's like the whole it's, sure. it, 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 it's the whole range. You know we've had. Um, this is the third year that we're doing the challenge here in Akron. And in the past two years, we've had uh, 46 winning uh, ideas, and we've awarded close to $2 million wow. to those ideas. Yeah, so this is the third iteration, right? This is the third year. We got a, up to a $1 million to award in 2017. Wow, and is that just Akron, or is it all That's the... just Akron. Wow. I mean, that's, it's incredible that you're able to do that. And I'm, I mean, I'm, as Chris said, that, that job that you have to be able to look through <laughs> all those, so I mean, it's just going to be awesome. Like, you, yeah. I'm sure you see some crazy stuff, but I'm sure you see some awesome stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, you want to give it to just about everybody, right? When it comes down to it. So I'm, I'm sure your job is really difficult whenever the submissions close. Yeah, it's, it's a real, it's a very, it's very much an honor and a privilege. And I got real deep respect for Akron because it was from here that the night that the uh, Knight Foundation essentially got its start way way back with the you know the Knight Brothers mm -hmm. and the Beacon Journal and what became their huge empire which which split off and created the Knight Foundation which gave me a job and let, <laughs> let me give me the opportunity to be here so I mean it's, it's a it's a it's a real 
it's a, it's a real privilege and um you know yeah you get you know i read about 2500 applications every year wow. so uh you know you get like some not so good stuff right. you know but <laughs> but there's a lot of really great stuff you know what yeah. i mean and um and if someone applied before and wasn't selected, would you encourage them to maybe retool their ideas or present them again or to just keep trying? I mean, what is 100%. your advice to, to those folks? A hundred percent. I think if you had a couple of things, like if let's say you've applied with an idea in the past and wasn't successful, I would say that maybe you revisit that idea and um, try again, see how your thinking has evolved. Um, since the year or two years ago when you did it. And I would also say that, you know, these every application is read by a, by a panel of readers. It's about 15 people, give or take. Ten of those people are Akronites, right? They're, they're going to be a former grantees. These will be people from arts organizations, uh, fund arts funders community development type people that's like 10 that's like 10 people from the panel and then the other five give or take our art is our night staff those local readers change over year every year so it may be that you put in an applicant application last year and it didn't land with those particular readers that we had that did last year but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same situation this year um, you, nothing precludes you from applying again. You know, we have a lot of times what happens um, uh, fairly commonly, or it's not uncommon that sometimes people apply and they become a finalist in one year uh, and are not selected as winners, and then they'll apply the next year and they'll they'll be selected as winners. So, you know, you never know what the exact uh, what you never know what's going to happen. But that's the good thing about how the application is structured. So at the first round, it's just a it's just a 150 word description of the idea. That's it. You just you don't have to put a number figure to it. You just the application is literally like five boxes long. It's like your name, the address, <laughs> and what the idea is. Um, and you can submit as many ideas as as you'd like. You know three to five, whatever, you know, we want really, really solid ideas. So the point of me saying this is that the investment on the front end is really not that much mm -hmm. relative to other grant opportunities. So, you know, you don't really got much to lose, you know? Right. And then, the, and then once people are, um, weeded out into the finalists, that's when you fill out a full application, which I, I think is good, you know, that you don't require that the the full application from the get-go because right. that you talk about barriers for people that eliminates one of them because you can just sort of talk about an idea it doesn't even have to be fully developed yet with a budget or anything or, yeah, yeah. Uh, specifics yeah that's exactly right chris so what we do is we'll get our big um block of 150 word applications uh ideas uh from those um we will select a group of finalists um, in Akron last year, I think there might have been like 40 finalists, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, from those finalists are invited to submit a full proposal, which is more along the lines of what you would expect from a typical grant application. Right. The activities and the outcomes and the work sample, files, budgets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
and then those finalists from those finalists will select uh, some winners uh, to um, go on. Then we do a whole big public announcement. It's like a whole big thing, and um, then you know we put them. Everybody gets to work. Yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent of arts programming and especially at that neighborhood level, I really think that arts uh, are a way to bring people together, to bridge misunderstandings between cultures. You know, mm -hmm. I'm also involved in some uh, groups locally that do um, healing arts and, mm -hmm. and advocate for the arts within, you know, a therapeutic setting like uh, counselors and psychologists. And I mean, they're, uh, the benefits are endless, you know. Yeah. And now we're dealing with a time when nationally, Arts are losing support of our from the top, you know. So we, it's good mm -hmm. to, that organizations like, like Knight, you know, is yeah. is is helping that and helping to foster that in the community. So, yeah, I, I think you know, arts and I think culture and arts are sort of what define us as as people, right? And as our people, right? And it's what uh, distinguishes one community from the next and helps right. bridge those com th those those communities um and you know it's through projects like those that get supported through the challenge that that the, that we do the work of actually creating culture right like it it doesn't always have to be you know arts for like economic development like yeah that that's very important and that's one of the roles that that arts and culture plays, but I think it's more important to remember that in producing culture, we are we are producing our identity. We're producing who we are, and um, you know, I'll put it this way. So, um, the mission of the Knight Foundation is to support informed and engaged communities, because the idea being uh, Jack and Jim, who are the Knight brothers. You know, they, they believe that if you give people really good information, then they're going to be able to make the best decisions for themselves. So to inform and engage a community, one of the best ways that I know is through the arts. And that's exactly, exactly what we're doing here. We're informing and engaging communities, introducing us to ourselves and forming the basis for a healthy democracy. Correct. Yeah. And the the project you started off by talking about that mm -hmm. you helped champion is one of those examples like you're creating you're, you're helping to share this cultural identity with other people in that city and that's amazing you know we have i, I like i like what's going on now with a lot of our refugee population mm -hmm. there have been a, oh, actually one project supported by night the better black foundation was the is the exchange house where it's going to be a, it's an airbnb and it's a place where you know there's a group of Nepali musicians who do concerts there. There's going to be art there. Um, they bring in delegations from other countries, and it's it's a way to help teach Akronites about people from Southeast Asia. Who I think mm -hmm. we have like nine thousand people here from Bhutan and, and Nepal, and it's you know, it's a way to bridge that, mm -hmm. you know, to bridge those you know those different types of people together, celebrate our diversity, and celebrate our own ancestry, but also to do that with others and do that in you know larger context so um and, and you bring up the knight brothers while you're here you definitely have to make a trip to summit art space and check out their 
their former offices are still a lot of the woodwork is yeah. still intact and it's it's really cool that that building was the original beacon journal building yeah i had a chance to Way go in there in uh, okay uh last time i came and and uh you know uh one of the ladies there were very nice people were showing us around mm -hmm. and they were oh you know hey this is uh jim's original office <laughs> so it's cool we're sitting there it's all like dark wood panel like you can you can tell there used to be ashtrays all over that place oh, like yeah. it's real like old school like bourbon Definitely. like on a little glass tray <laughs> like mad men <laughs> yeah for sure for sure and um the guy has his desk and it's, it's pretty it's actually pretty dope he's got like this huge desk and then behind him on one side is just the safe you know mm -hmm. like really big heavy safe and on the other side he's got like his little bathroom so he's just right. keeping all everything behind <laughs> everything the desk right there right it's just private <laughs> like no nobody could cross back this way um yeah so so it's it was really really special to be able to see um kind of where it all started and and that the, that the their legacy be continued on with um through the arts Here, you know here's a fun fact so um, the Knight Foundation was originally endowed by a donation by the mother oh. of the brothers. And her very first grant that was made was to an arts organization in Akron. Wow. So it's it's been, it's just really, really fitting now that um, it goes all the way kind of back full circle. Right, right. Yeah. And they saw the value of the arts in a community. Because mm -hmm. those guys, you talk about having your finger on the pulse. I mean, they had mm -hmm. their finger on the pulse across the whole country. I mean, they had a whole, you know, successful chain of, of newspapers. And, and yeah, and that was, that, was, uh, that was a time we'll probably never see again of these newspaper conglomerates that were very powerful forces. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. now everything's broken down into blogs and... Yeah, to podcasts content. and stuff. Podcasts, <laughs> yeah, hacks trying to. Maybe we'll be there one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very, it's really interesting to to see now. I think when the the democratization of 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 information, and and that's you know, this is outside of night the arts challenge, but you know, Knight Foundation is doing a lot of work um, in journalism and media especially uh, on how um, do media organizations like the big newspapers and the, and radio stations, how do they adapt and how do they stay relevant in, in, a, in a media landscape where everything is like super niche, right? Like right. people get their information from all these different little sources and they self-select and, you know. It's so interesting. And in an age when there's a general mistrust for the media mm -hmm. um, because of all the erroneous information that's been out there, which has been going on for quite a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. longer than the past year or two. But, um, you know, I run a website and I, I deal with that, too. There's uh, I, the tone has changed a little bit. So I know there are some current programs out there that Knight's offering that are, are trying to establish accountability and mm -hmm. you know way, ways to make me, the media more trustworthy and, mm -hmm. and connect with the people and in ways it hasn't maybe done for a while overall you know yeah man we got we got to figure it out you know people keep talking about living in a post post truth right. age and i'm just I, I hate that phrase first of all it's yes. disgusting it's i mean come awful. on man yeah like what the <laughs> we, we shouldn't even be talking about post truth <laughs> like, like what does what, what does truth <laughs> really mean in this world? like uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it, yeah, it's it's a it's something that journalists have always dealt with, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, now there's just it's more pronounced at the moment. So, mm-hmm. so um, have you gotten a chance to take in any Akron sights and sounds and tastes yeah. <laughs> since you've been here? Well, I just I just got off the plane this morning, but when I was here before, I did have the chance to. Um, see a couple spots we you know went uh, to the civic theater that was that was nice um lock three and lock four that was nice uh um the little speakeasy on the north side oh sure yeah interesting with the you know the luigi's cash yeah. only italian mm-hmm. yeah the uh, a giant uh, bowl of cheese with a little bit of lettuce oh at the bottom so good though <laughs> their salads are good <laughs> but it's, it. it's a mound of cheese i don't know if you tried their salads <laughs> no no i know trying to stay really healthy it's you know? just, yeah it's literally like maybe an ounce of lettuce and then Oh, only Luigi's can get away with not taking plastic. You're like, yeah. you right? Yeah. Well, they do have a little ATM in there. You yeah. print off this little slip. It's yeah. like debits from your bank account. But yeah, that's a staple of Akron, for, by all means. And then I think earlier when you came in, we were talking about Swenson's, right? Yeah, that's Something on my list. That's it better be list. on your list. That's like the get, only thing that you up. have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Because highly recommend. It is. Yeah. By the Spoils of Akron Podcast, we yeah. bring you. Okay. Especially the, yeah. the peanut butter milkshake or the butterscotch. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So good. <laughs> so, do you have anything else on your agenda that you really want to see while you're here this time? I don't know. I should be asking you guys, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I, hmm. um, you, you definitely need to check out the current exhibit at the Art Museum, Akron okay. Art Museum. For sure. High Fructose. It's, uh, it's, it, I think we're the only Midwest city that it's the installation is coming to um really amazing just a great a top-notch exhibit um yeah they're they're i'm sure i mean i'm sure there's a ton of stuff you should check out maybe some local artists while you're here and see if there's any people playing at jilly's or uh, blue jazz yeah blue jazz yeah Uh, taking a show yeah Uh, i did get a chance to go to blue jazz last time i last time i came it was yeah i really it was um uh, I felt like yes, this is like a jazz club. Like this right. is the, like a this legit is the vibe jazz club, not for a, a jazz not club, not a coffee man. shop. No, or not a, you know a bar, a place where bar bands play. Yeah, um, it was good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Go, I'm really excited. I'm gonna go see uh, the Akron Soul Train. Oh, yeah. oh, very cool. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of good things, and um, um, you guys know Kyle Kudichief. I'm guessing you yes, guys know the Night mm-hmm. Foundations. Uh, program director in Akron and uh, you know I mean he's been really really excited about the soul train and I'm gonna see if I can he's like Mr. Akron so I want to yeah. see if I can get up with him. <laughs> he yeah he has a lot of connections here um yeah the uh, soul train the the artist village is going to be near in that mm-hmm. north side area so they, they've already got the plot picked out and everything huh. So yeah, that's a, Amy Mothersbaugh is an excellent artist and just mm-hmm. a really wonderful person. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy that she's making this thing a reality. Um, and so you also have, I don't know if you want to promote these because this will be posted tonight, Monday night. So if you want to promote some of your specific dates that you're, you're presenting this week, yeah, so we sure. can get some people out to those. Sure, I have to go through my, my schedule here. I know there's something tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow we have a we have Tuesday. Tuesday, tomorrow Tuesday, April fourth 
at the Artisan Coffee, 662 Canton Road, from 12 to 2 p.m. I'll be there um, taking, sitting down with folks in 15-minute um, intervals. Um, there is an Eventbrite online. Like, first of all, all this information is, is on the website. Right. It's nightarts.org. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. And in Artisans in Ellet, in the Ellet neighborhood. And it's a great coffee okay. shop. Yeah, it's a uh, relatively newer uh, establishment. Cool, cool. And then we'll also be uh, uh, on Wednesday, uh, same, 12 to 2 p.m. at the Mustard Seed Cafe on, on West Market Street. I was just there earlier today. It's delicious. It's um, one of the, yeah, one of the most popular spots in Akron. Yeah, I, w- I, was, I was in there with some folks and like... It's like everybody knew each other, man. It was, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think it's just it's pretty a new. Like big it meeting hasn't place. been yeah. there just I'd over say about a couple a, of years, yeah, right? Two years. They have a lot of really good bands there on the weekends, and mm-hmm. it's a great place to see yeah, live sure. music as well. Yeah, they, they, somebody told me that it was Akron's living room. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's fun. Sense. So, uh, so is it. Akron Family Restaurant. Yeah. Well, that's, that's Akron's bi- meeting place for business people. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, that's also on Market Street, so... Uh-huh. Yeah, so I have the list here. So, so uh, tomorrow, actually, in, in the evening, uh, from eight thir- uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, April 4th, from 8.30 to 10 p.m., uh, we're, I'm going to be at the Versified Expressions Cafe. I'm doing a big presentation there It's uh, and a panel discussion. We'll basically talk about the challenge, how it works, and have an opportunity to take questions uh, from, the, um, from the audience. Uh, Wednesday night, April 5th, uh, at 6 from 6 to 7 p.m. We'll be at the Exchange House um, doing the same type of deal, just really trying to answer people's questions and have people be energized and encouraged to apply. Um, Thursday at noon, Thursday, April 6th at noon, we'll be at the University of Akron at the Meyer School of Art. Um, that evening uh, from 5.30 to 7, we'll be at the Akron Art Museum. That's on Thursday. And then Friday from 2.30 to 3.30, I'll be at Kent State University. I know that was a, that does a lot, but um, you'll be able to find all those details uh, on, on the website. It's all real laid out in black and white for folks. Yeah, okay. we can share that, too, on our page for oh, uh, yeah, all our listeners to see, definitely. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, it sounds like a busy week for you. Oh, man, you know. it's <laughs> Sounds fun, though. I mean, you get fun. to, yeah. you know, do all those, talk to all these people who have great ideas, right? And... Um, I think that's really special that we can that you guys are able to provide that kind of thing, and uh, that we have an opportunity uh, as Akronites or as um, you know just people to be able to mm-hmm. share ideas and you know have that opportunity to uh, submit and make something happen for in the arts community. So I, I, I'm really happy that that uh, this is happening again this year for sure. Yeah, and providing that extra level of support for people. You could just say, okay, here are the guidelines, go ahead and apply. But the fact that Knight sends you here to actually talk to people. And, and another thing I think you guys are doing is you're featuring past grantees at some of these events. Yeah. So they can people can get a real-world solid idea of like, hey, there's somebody who's done it here locally. It's successful, um, and it's, you know, it's working. You know, yeah. I've, there have been a number of projects that I've seen take off from from this you know this grant program and some great stuff here. Yeah, this is one of the, this is actually one of the big highlights of my job is being able to to go out to the various um, cities where we work and just 
um, sit down and meet people and 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 uh, it's really I think it's really energizing and really refreshing to come to have people's um, great you know to have be able to talk to people and sort of pick their brain and see um, what their ideas are and how they think that they can really um, help out their city you know one of the one of the, I think the most powerful things about the folks that I meet in in all the cities um, around this challenge is how much of um, their ideas are driven just by like pure heart you know either either it's a love for art or love for the place um, where they live and the people in it and it's I mean it's refreshing it helps it helps you know be helps you be optimistic and, right um, uh, and I meet a lot. <laughs> Out of people through the process. <laughs> yeah, it's it is inspiring, you know, and it's it, it it can give. I know for me, when I talk to people um, who are starting a project or are very passionate about it, it, it gives me energy for my own work. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is kind of a, a, a it, it makes it all worth it, you know. The the time spent probably for you at the airports and <laughs> away from home, and 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 you yeah. you, you seem like a, a people person. Like you probably enjoy. I do meeting people in different night cities and, and whatnot. So yeah, so some people out there might not be familiar with this, but night a lot of nights programs uh, are done through what are night cities. Are mm-hmm. how, how many are there here or sure. in the country? So um, Night Foundation is is a national foundation, um, but we work in twenty six cities that are spread across the spread across the country. And if you look at the list, it doesn't really make sense like why what city which cities are selected and which are not and it's because it's the cities where the knight brothers own newspapers right so right. it's a really wide range um everything from miami to like aberdeen south dakota <laughs> um i think it's south dakota anyhow um so the um knight foundation supports the arts in eight cities okay there's akron uh detroit Miami, St. Paul, Minnesota, Macon, Georgia. It's like an hour outside of Atlanta. Philadelphia, Charlotte, North Carolina, and San Jose, California. Um, And four of those cities have the Night Arts Challenge. Akron, Miami, St. Paul, and Detroit. So um, I work in those challenge cities. And uh, of them, you know, Akron is my favorite. Kind sure, of, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. When I go to other cities, I'm like, they're your favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I understand. We'll listen to you on the spoils of St. Paul podcast. Spoils of St. Paul. <laughs> Be like, St. Paul's the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually, you know, the, my first time coming to Akron was maybe like six months ago, maybe, maybe seven months ago. And I had no idea what to really expect when I was coming over here. I didn't really know much about Akron I knew about you know Devo I knew that LeBron was here right <laughs> uh, and you know and I knew that when I was packing I was like oh, maybe I should leave my Miami heat hat at home <laughs> right <laughs> I was like I knew that much that I'd leave the heat hat you know back back in the house um, but man this city is like is very charming man it's very charming and, and we like it that way, where people who have never been here have a certain perception of Akron that is usually not what it really is. Right. So it's 
I guess that's a way to keep it kind of quaint and keep it, you know, and, and everyone here as there's, you know, people joke that people here are separated like two degrees, mm-hmm. you know, everyone in, in the city and, and yeah, very, we work together as a community, a lot of, um, especially here in Summit County and working on nonprofits, I see all these great coalitions trying to combat things like hunger and, and the heroin epidemic and homelessness. And mm-hmm. so we have a very uh, teamwork type of mentality in Akron, which is another thing that helps with projects like uh, the night arts projects mm-hmm. because people usually have to be resourceful. And so yeah. we're, we're relying on partnerships to, to make some of these projects happen. So, so um, tell me a little more about you. You know, you said that, you you started a a festival uh in miami are you Mm -hmm. an artist yourself i mean what what got you interested in the arts and in Mm -hmm. arts and culture and Mm -hmm. so um i'm am i an artist not professionally in in, in any sense but i am an artist in as much as i produce art um, for my own personal just benefit i play music with my friends for relaxation just I just do it for the for the love, you know what I mean. Um, but I've been in the arts and culture space now for a number of years. I started um, working in a, in independent film and commercials and and film production, film television stuff like that, and did that freelance for a, a bunch of years. And it was you know it's fun it's always exciting because you're always doing you know every day is different you get a different job right um it's really fast paced um but eventually you know these sort of freelance production gigs just kind of like it wears on you right because you you're working 14 hour days every day you don't get a lot you know like there's a lot of very strong personalities so people (laughs) you know I'll keep it clean for the sake of the, <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> and, and looking for work is a job in and of itself when you're yeah. a freelancer. Yeah. So I was doing that. And then um, from that freelance work, I was introduced um, to the folks who ran this organization, where, which I would eventually become full time and work there for like maybe four years. And by the end of it, um, you know, I started just like driving a van, you know, doing day on day playing. Right. And by the end of it, we had we had completed an RFP process to run a historic amphitheater in Miami Beach. So it was like a big, big um, progression there. Um, I before that I used, but like at you know, I came out of I came out of graduate school first time in 2008 in in Miami, um, and that was like the worst time in the economic, you know, recession. Right. So that was the real estate bubble well, burst. Yeah. Oh, big time, <laughs> especially down in Miami. So, um, you know, in those days I had like five jobs that I was working. Wow. You know what I mean? Just hustling, dude. And um, the one that stuck was the, was the arts and culture. Because, you know, I used to do it. I used to play music and be involved in film and stuff like that. Um, and I'd always had that interest especially in film since I was since I was very very young um, and so uh, an opportunity came up and then one job turned to another one to another one and then somewhere along down the road um, I realized that uh, I'm better suited in uh, the administrative side of 
because I had some business background stuff like that, administrative side, then in the then on the creative side, and um, that eventually led the way for me to do this. I did this um, fellowship in public administration. It's called the National Urban Fellows. It's a, a leadership development program that was started in like 1969, um, and I did that fellowship graduated from that started a job at night foundation the week later wow yeah and it's like been moving ever since sure and probably goes without saying is this your favorite job so far <laughs> yes okay yes we only have better. one instead of five yeah this is, this is one and it's doing something i love i love with people i love with people who are great and i get to meet great people and i don't have like you know some like dumb director yelling stupid <laughs> stuff at me you know and you're I mean? not like, stuck in an office all day yeah. i mean you get to go out and visit you know these other cities and see some of these projects in action that's got to be a pretty cool thing right it sounds really cool <laughs> yeah it is it is man I, i'm not i'm not gonna lie i gotta say you know it's a it's a lot of work and i and i think you know this chris that like yeah. it's a lot more that goes into it than we would sure. see from the outside because you know when I was when I was looking for the job, we're like, oh, like, you just yeah, you're just giving out money. Like, right. What's the big deal? <laughs> What's that, the big that's deal? That's harder than it sounds. It's a lot harder you know? than it sounds, and it's very it's very complicated. Right. And I think the um, the complexities of, of of how these things work, I I think are particularly are particularly interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is quite a process, and you you really. I mean, it, you know, you're going through how many applications you say you go through? 2,500. 2,500. I mean, that's yeah. that's a lot of work. You know, that's yeah. just trying to uh, compare one to the other and making sure that you know uh, you're you're making sure you're, you're you're recommending the the right things and asking the right questions. And so, yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, it's it is very rewarding, and and I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a huge help to people in Akron to be able to mm -hmm. talk to you this week. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think we're about the end of our... We are kind of nearing the end. Nearing of the, the end. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about can that we didn't bring up. give us like a quick overview of the process again? Just sure. So everybody can kind of... Sure, I can, I can, I can do the, the quick in a nutshell yeah. wrap up here. Sure, okay. Okay, so the Night Arts Challenge is asking you to respond to a simple question, which is... What is your best idea for the arts in Akron? There's three rules to the challenge. Number one is that the idea has to be about the arts, meaning that arts is at the center of the idea. Right. Number two is the project has to take place in or benefit Akron, okay, the geographic area. Um, that's, you know, we've done projects in Kent, at Kent State, too, so, you know, it's a little fuzzy on the borders, but okay. it has to take place in Akron. Um, and number three is that you have to find matching funds for your award. It's a challenge grant. It's a, there's a one-to-one -one match for it. Anybody can is uh, eligible to apply, whether you're an individual or a nonprofit organization, for-profit, doesn't matter. You can submit as many applications as, you, as, as you'd like. The first round, which applications are open now and run and are and are open is open until April twenty eighth. It is a hundred and fifty word description of your idea. That's it. You don't have to put a dollar figure in there. You're just selling the big idea. OK, 
okay you can submit as many of those as you like all that goes through the night arts uh, website nightarts.org um, just for a sense of the timeline here um, the applications are due at the end of April April 28th if you're selected as a finalist you'll learn you'll know about that in like early July late June and the whole project winners get announced here publicly in November so applications in 2017 are for projects and 2018 there's projects can be one two or three years long and there's no maximum or minimum that you can that you can ask for right they range um the awards in akron range from about like five six thousand dollars on the low end to 175 200 thousand dollars on the on the large end the average is about fifty thousand dollars or, or maybe i think it's like forty thousand in akron um that's it man the most important thing for um folks to remember here is one that this challenge is right for you um, number two is that we are here to help i'm here to help knife foundation is really is here to help and we really believe strongly in the uh, talent energy and creativity of the people of the communities where we work and number three is to apply 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 and when you do be clear and concise and compelling with it you know we want to make your you want to make your idea stand out from the other four or five hundred that we get in akron every year and that's it it's um not that big of an investment on the front end and who knows man maybe you get some money out of it yeah that's it's good advice um to, uh cody's got an idea for a grant it's a, it's actually a million dollar budget right right yeah I, <laughs> okay, I'm, like, I'm not gonna tell anybody it. about it yet because i i, <laughs> okay. I want to make sure that nobody steals the idea but <laughs> we'll do it i got the, it off yeah the air. i'll it's tell the you annual when we, cody when festival yeah <laughs> it's all about me <laughs> it's for the the greater foundation of cody to right, support yes. cody yes. In, in akron so in that's that's, that's okay. the akron part <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you again for being on, Adam. Oh, uh, it, it was you. really uh, eye-opening for me, and I hope for our listeners to be able to hear all about the Night Arts Challenge and all the information that uh, comes around it. So thank you for being on. Oh, no. Thank thank you, guys, man. This has been a lot of fun. Thank well, you thank, so much. Yeah, thanks. And, and apply, people. Yeah, apply, <laughs> apply, apply. That's apply, what he said apply. three times. Three times. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, as always, we work in partnership with the Akron Public Library, the Akron Community Foundation, the Akronist Urban Eats, Musica, and all those fun Akron places. Thank you, listeners, for listening to the 86th episode. 86. 86. Wow. You're getting old, Chris. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. And as always, keep, keep it, it an Akron, Akron day. day.